I'm Clyde Lewis. You're about to listen to a sample of today's Ground Zero show. I'm Clyde Lewis. And this is Ground Zero. The numbers to call tonight, 503-225-0860. It's 503-225-0860. Tonight we're airing across the country. TalkStreamLive.com links to many radio stations across the country that play this show. You can listen to them by using the Paranormal app or Aftermath.fm is available. We're on from 7 p.m. to 10 p.m. Monday through Friday. If you want to catch the show at a more convenient time and listen to other great podcasts, you can go to Aftermath.media and sign up. Aftermath.media is there, a subscription for you, and it's amazing. It supports the show and other fine podcasts and uh, study groups that we have involved. It's our own little digital playground. We'd love to have you there. I don't know if it's a metaverse yet, but certainly getting to be one. It could be eventually. Who knows? Just depends. Just just support us and please subscribe to Aftermath.media. That's Aftermath.media. There are many people. And I've been getting a lot of emails and I've been getting a lot of uh, feedback about the shows we've been doing lately. And they can attest to the fact that Ground Zero is more than just a radio show. It's a show where many of the topics presented with timing in mind uh, somehow bring about some mystical coincidence or some mystical synchronicity. We see stories in the zeitgeist begin to rise to the top as awareness is felt with immediate listenership, which sometimes influences a mainstream spark. And then we see the subject matter being reported in the mainstream. Tracy Twyman used to tell me this. She used to say, you know, Clyde, you're like that guy who's blowing on the candle halfway across the room and then just seconds later, you know, many seconds later, you see the the candle flinch a little bit. And I said, I get that, I guess, because, you know, we say something here and many people have noticed that just maybe weeks or, or maybe months later or even at the same time, people start seeing synchronicity. They start seeing coincidences about stories we've talked about and they start thinking to themselves that they can see the patterns too, or they're, or they're getting into the habit of picking up on patterns and signposts and things that indicate that something is definitely out of sorts. Something is not, you know, falling into place correctly, or maybe it is too much. Maybe things are getting too good or too good to be true, or it's like you're living in a dream world or dream time. Uh, the other night I was explaining about how, how many people feel that their world has been turned upside down with regard to coincidences and synchronicities that lead one to believe that they've reached a breaking point with their sanity. Somebody had uh, sent me an email and they said that they were listening to me in New York as I was talking about the lost continent of Mu. And they said to me, they said, well, didn't that continent disappear because of flooding? And I, because you know, the, the situation was they were listening to me talk about Moo and they were noticing that New York was just flooding out. New Jersey was flooding out. Tornadoes in Pennsylvania. The, the, you know, just the whole idea of a catastrophic destruction in an area sinking or covering the entire place in water. And I, I, I didn't even think about that. That as I was talking about those things, the remnants of Hurricane Ida were pounding the East Coast with rain, a lot of rain. And, uh, you know, places where tornadoes don't normally touch down were touching down. And it, it was just crazy. I mean, sometimes, I guess, we have to acknowledge 
the, the world has gone off the rails. And as the synchronicities add up, you can't help but wonder if you're in the trajectory of that oncoming train, you know, the light at the end of the tunnel. Yeah, that light at the end of the tunnel is going to connect with you eventually. And when it does, you hope you can jump off the tracks and let that crazy train go without you getting a scratch. Yes, the world is crazy. Yes, the world is off the rails. Yes, and that purple cow moment that I talked about the other night, that purple cow moment is happening. And if you were to reveal it, you would think this is something that would be taken directly from a horror movie. What I'm about to tell you is probably one of the most horrifying stories. I've been reading a lot of horrifying stories lately in the mainstream, and this is another horrifying story that, again, sounds like the opening to a terrible, chilling, and dreadful horror film. Personnel at the Barbie Ranch in North Dakota found 58 dead cows and 15 other cows that suffered spontaneous abortions in a pasture near Jamestown. After testing for other causes, veterinarians believe the deaths were caused by something not naturally occurring. The North Dakota Stockman's Association to put up a $40,000 reward for information about the deaths of these pregnant cows that were grazing on the R.O. Wood National Wildlife Refuge. The cows were found dead on July 29th, 2021. They were on a land lease by the Barbie Ranch. And after testing ruled out lightning, anthrax, blue-green algae, uh, Clostridial disease, lead poisoning, lack of water, naturally occurring nitrate toxicity, investigators have launched a criminal investigation because they do not know how these cattle died and how they how some of them had spontaneous abortions. They were they were calving cows. They were basically inseminated to give birth to other cows and they didn't. They they fell into spontaneous abortions. And at a news conference held in the Jamestown Law Enforcement Center. On the first Wednesday, officials with the North Dakota Stockman's Association, Stutzman County Sheriff's Department, and North Dakota State University joined rancher Brian Abinson to discuss what has happened, to discuss uh, the case and give the overall uh, situation. Abinson had said that he had checked the cows the week prior on July 23rd. The cows in the pasture were in his fall calving herd, which would be due to calve in September and October. His crew was busy with artificially inseminating their larger uh, spring calving herd. A crew on the horseback went to move the fall calving cows to a new pasture on July 29th and found them all dead. Found 58 of them dead. At first, they thought anthrax. They think, oh, anthrax immediately. Anthrax, of course, has been uh, been confirmed in, in other cattle in the state this year, and it can be dangerous to humans as well. But after anthrax was ruled out, North Dakota State University Extension veterinarian Gerald Stoka and three veterinarians from the North Dakota Veterinary Diagnostic Lab came out and did a, well, they did necropsies on the animals and they did it in heat. And Stoka at the news conference said that the deaths appeared to have occurred within about a 48-hour window. And they seemed to indicate a point source event which narrowed down the possible causes of death. Stoka said, without being able to stand on 100% certainty of this, it's my opinion that somehow these cattle had access to non-naturally occurring nitrates and that, and that these can come from a number of different sources. 
Stoker said that there's no evidence at this time to definitively say where the nitrates would have come from. He said, there's no way I can know any of this for sure. What we're trying to do is rule out that whatever might be suspicious. Non-natural occurring nitrates, that's the assessment. And, and, and they really don't know what those nitrates are, nitrates that cause cattle to have a spontaneous abortion, I guess. I mean, this was <laughs> this is unbelievable. I remember when Linda Mohile was on the show, we were talking about El Paso County, Colorado, and they said the same thing about their cattle that were mutilated. So it was nitrates. And then the predators did the rest, you know. Okay, so these nitrates have cows spontaneously mutilating themselves. And, and even Linda Howe said that, you know, when they start talking about nitrates, it means they don't know what the hell's going on. But Stoke has said that there are ways to accomplish nitrate toxicity if, some, if someone were set out to do so. He said dry urea is one possibility. He recalled an incident when he worked in Kansas where dry urea was applied to an area and some spilled, cattle walked by, ate it, and then died. Stoker said there were low levels of nitrates in the water, but not enough to have caused the magnitude of death loss that occurred. Plus, the surviving cattle were moved to an adjacent pasture with the same water source without incident, indicating the water was not the problem. Again, a simple explanation for something that appears to be too complex to even contemplate. Something bizarre killed those breeder cows, causing 19 of them to have spontaneous abortions. It's times like these that... uh, It's times like these where I become acutely aware that when you decide to deliver controversial material, it has to be served quite placidly and delicately. And I have found myself in situations where stories that I've prepared contain so much information that it's difficult for everyone to take it all in at once. So I have to spread it out over time. I want to assure everyone that what I want to talk about tonight, there are a lot of things on my mind right now when I heard about these cows dying and I heard about... um, the spontaneous abortions these cows had and and how it just seems to all be coincidence, especially, you know, the, the laws in Texas about human abortions and, and talking about moo and the moo variant and talking about moo and the continent and how it was flooded and how all of these words and signs and symbols and what have you are all fitting together in some strange way. And, but I, I, I'm not going to focus on, these topics per se. I just want you to be aware that all of these things are in the zeitgeist right now, and they are certainly being twisted. And I want to also uh, explain some things about rogue experimentation. I want to talk about second-generation experimentation, zoonosis, okay, zoonosis, where human diseases have a relationship with animals, especially cows, especially bovine something that we've shown before, something we've talked about before, but it goes hand-in-hand hand with what the military and the scientists call the gain-of-function stuff, okay? Gain-of-function exercises, even though COVID and all this other stuff, the, the variants Mu and Lambda and, and all these other things, simultaneously there are other gain-of-function exercises happening at the same time. You realize this. Um, and it, it happens in what are called the military labs or the agro labs, these rogue labs. Some of them are sponsored and paid for by pharmaceutical companies but these military laboratories or these agricultural laboratories are where things like body parts of cows or tissues of cattle are up for the highest bidder and they certainly use them 
in order to make vaccines and to make other things and even to incubate and even store diseases, deadly diseases. 503-225-0860. That's 503-225-0860. I'm Clyde Lewis. You're listening to Ground Zero, and we'll be back. I'm Clyde Lewis, and you've just listened to a segment of Ground Zero. In order to access the complete archive shows and podcasts, you must sign up on our secured server at Aftermath.media. It's only $4.99 a month for the archive shows and podcasts. Or if you want access to the Ground Zero online library, which includes videos, audio clips, ebooks, documents, a social media platform, plus the archive shows and podcasts, it's $9.99 a month. Again, that's Aftermath.media. That's Aftermath.media. Thanks for supporting Ground Zero.